When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Showdown for a very special debut of the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It is upon us, and joining me on the desk is one of the best geeks that I have ever come across in my travels. I'm Mark Baby Caratellis, and I guess he would be Snap Peas J. Campbell? We're Campbell Soup? We have a lot of options, PJ is the point. There's a lot of options, but you know, Mark, I'm very excited because today is the kickoff of the Inner Geekdom Tournament. This is something that I have been a fan of for a long time. I've been watching IG for so long, and this season we expanded it, we blew it up, and now we're going into the very first tournament in a brand new IG. You and me both been fans of this, and particularly the competitors that are competing at the Inner Geekdom in this season at such a high level. We have two of them on hand here today. It is Jesse the Jackal Swift versus Robert the Spider Parker. Now, the spider, his legacy has already been sewn into the movie Trivia Shmodan. He came in as a hot prospect and did not disappoint. He's still looking to make that climb all the way to the top of Championship Mountain. But in the meantime, man, does he strike fear in the hearts of his opponents. I would include the Jackal in that, but I'll also say this, PJ. The Jackal doesn't really seem phased by anyone, anything, and that includes when he has an off day, as he did against Whitney Ben. The Wonder and him went down to the wires, an incredible match, but it was one of those defensive struggles that you just have to grind through. He's going to need to score more points today to keep up with Parker. Well, this is like a classic example of an underdog match, and this might be one of the biggest underdog matches we've ever seen in IG. This is, you know, a tale as old as time. Not Beauty and the Beast, maybe, but David and Goliath? That's kind of what we're looking at right now. Parker's coming in hot, man. He's coming off of a loss with Chandru, and he has something to prove, but I feel like Jesse even more is like, I'm here to fight. I'm here to stay. I have something to prove. I'm very excited for this. Did a beast win over a beauty before biblical times? That's a question that not even PJ Campbell, our head writer, can answer at this juncture. But what we do know is this. How we got here, it's a sordid tale. Not quite as old as time, but it might involve some sort of talking kitchen appliances. So let's take a look. I'm on my revenge tour. All right, that's the story right now. I beat Chance. I beat Hannah. Now it's time for Chandru. It is time to fulfill the prophecy that I came into as the heir apparent to IG. It's my time this season. you're in an interesting position, a little bit of a pickle, if you will, because how are we going to decide who ends up in the tournament? Whichever one of them goes in that tournament, hell's going to follow them, and it's going to be somebody's ass. That loss to Chandru that I took a couple months ago, uh, it really deflated me. It, it really knocked me down for like a second. I get the opportunity to run through this tournament, win the entire thing, beat some incredible players along the way, 
that is an opportunity I'm excited for. Ever since I called his name at the draft, I knew he could help me do two things. One, win a championship. And two, rig poker games. Now I know what you're saying. Robert Parker is, uh, well, he's merciless. He dresses very well. But so is Jesse Swift. He dresses quite well. That man is chock full of quirky merch, and he has been hungry. The fact that Jesse won through defense, the fact that Whit Naven played better than he has, that sign is earned, sir. That sweatshirt is earned. You know, I lost against Amaru, and I was fine with everybody seeing that. I was like, yes, I didn't play my best. I made some mistakes, but I'm fine with that being out there. This wasn't cute. <laughs> it was not a cute match. So I, I'm hoping that this park one is something to show. Koi said I'm in the inner tournament this year. That means I'm representing the Koi team. That means I'm going to study 24 hours a day, seven days a week, sun up to sun down, no sleep. And there's nothing that can get in the way of me and that victory. Nobody's more dedicated. I don't need sleep. Jesse, this isn't personal. I don't relish in the opportunity to tear you apart. I'm not going to enjoy it. It's strictly business. I know you'll understand. Jesse Snaggletooth Swift, man who was named after a mop. Does anybody know who Jesse Swift's manager is? I guarantee you that Jesse is going to do incredibly today because of how that last match went, because of how that Amaru match went. Robert Parker, I know you're studied, but I hope you're studied because I know my boy Jesse is. Jesse, Jackal, get him. Right here, we're going to work together, and we're going to watch all the Planet of the Apes movies. We're going to write some extensive flashcards. We're going to study them like no tomorrow. Sun up to sundown for the next couple weeks or however long it takes because we are going to win that Interdictum tournament match, okay? Are you ready? Get your paws off me. And there it is, PJ, because you not only have the Jackal and the Spider very excited to be in the tournament, you have two managers hoping that their competitor represented today can score a lot of points, not just with this match, but when we get to tournament time, you know that there's a lot of faction points at the ready. Who's going to get it today? Is it going to be the Dungeons representative Parker, or is it going to be the Quirky Mercs Swift pulling the upset? Koi and Kaiser, two of the more entertaining personalities we have in all of Schmodowndom. Honestly, it's, you know, whoever wins this match is going to go on to keep trying to generate these points, but I think it's going to be a no-holds-barred clash that whoever wins, we all kind of win, right? It's just going to be a lot of fun. Are you ready? I'm not sure if Jesse the Jackal Swift brought a sling to the match, and I'm not sure if Parker's up to being his usual behemoth self, but that's why we play the matches. You ready to go, partner? I am when you are. It's so nice having PJ on the desk. And now the golden voice of Christian Harlow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. With a record of one win, one loss, representing the quirky Mercs, he is Jesse the Jackal Swift. And he has fallen asleep. I see breathing. Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey guys. 
Hey, how's it going, Mark? I hear you. Um, yeah, yeah, you're uh, about to compete in a match. Were you aware of that today, sir? Uh, I knew that was coming up. I think after the last match, I kind of just went into a series of week-long overnighters studying, and I've been asleep for, oh gosh, probably at least the last 24 hours. Yeah, I'm I'm great, and your uh, your your beard looks fantastic. And so, let me ask you about that study session, this cramming you've done for the last 24 hours. Is that just based on maybe spinning a category that you found tough in your last match, or is it just an overall brush up of knowledge going up against Robert Parker? The spider. The spider. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I was told that the Inner Geekdom tournament was coming up, and that they were throwing me in there. But uh, I, I guess I slept through who I was going up against. It is the uh, spider. Well, you know, study, 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 prepare for anyone, and I think that's what I've done. Uh, but no, I really, I didn't prepare I, um, specifically for, for Robert, but I, I'm excited for any challenge that comes my way. And uh, let's get the match rolling. Can't wait. PJ, this is a better dressed jackal than we've seen before. It is, and it seems to be a very well studied one as well. I mean, how are you feeling going into this? This last match you went, it was a real scrap. Like, are you feeling real good about today? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm feeling great. Uh, give me give me an apes movie. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> well, All right then. For the actual match, is that a Batman 1989 mug? Um, possibly, but also maybe not. Ooh, okay, that more be a classic Bruce Wayne. Sorry, I almost gave away his true identity. All right, Jackal, uh, we're going to let you catch up on your Zs a little bit more before the match gets going. In the meantime, we're going to meet your opponent and his opponent. Representing the dungeon with a record of four wins, two defeats, and one knockout. He is Robert the Spider Parker. There is the spider, his customary suit, and then jacket off. And now he looks ready to compete in the match. Robert, those bottles on the tab is behind you are empty, but we know that your competitive tank is full and ready to hopefully storm through an Intergeekdom tournament. How do you avoid tournaments past and get all the way to the ranks of once again competing for a championship this time? Uh, look, it's all about what's ahead. You can't worry about what's behind. What's done is done. What the past dies, you if you have to. What matters now is business. All right? We are back in business, back in the ring, back in this tournament. And I have the best crew behind me. I got Kaiser, Wit, Mara, and uh, Holy, everybody. Everybody in the dungeon is behind me on this one. I could not feel more proud to represent my faction here. And uh, look, I I'm ready to have that gold around my waist. Uh, I I've waited long enough. I'm ready to prove it. I'm ready to earn it. I'm ready to do it. Well, I was going to ask you, you're talking about the dungeon being behind you. This was a big choice between you and Mara being here in this tournament. So are you and Mara working together to really get you to that belt? How is that working behind the scenes? Oh, 100%. Uh, people should be more scared of me now than ever, knowing that it's both me and Mara's brains completely downloaded into one uh, trivia beast. Uh, that's really what we, the goal was. No matter which one of us ended up taking the spot in the tournament, we wanted to really just combine forces in every way possible except for physical. And I, you know, I think we've done that. You, you should be scared of what's ahead. 
Well, no one judges their sleeves on command quite as adept as you, sir. My last question before we get you in the ring against your opponent. We don't have word yet as to who is managing you today in the dungeon. Do you have a preference as to whether Wit or Kaiser himself, God forbid, actually shows up for a match? Look, I've been working with them both extensively for the last year and a half. I mean, since last year's dungeon. So I, I've got a great rapport with both of them. Both of them know my game. Both of them know my strengths, my weaknesses. Uh, wit is just a source of uh, delight and positivity. And it's great to have that in your corner. And Kaiser really knows what to say and when to say it. So I have no preference either way. I think uh, having either of them in my corner is a blessing. All right, then. Let's get you in the ring against your opponent, Jesse Swift. All right, Jesse getting some last-minute hydration. It looks like the best-dressed Jackal versus the best-dressed Spider. I will ask you first, Jackal, now that you have uh, woken up and had your morning beverage, are you ready to go? Uh, yep, I just remembered that Eva Mendez is Roxanne and Ghost Rider, so I still got that in my brain. And with that, ready. All right, Robert Parker, are you ready to get going? And if so, do you have any last-minute Ghost Rider trivia tidbits for us? Uh, I don't want to give away anything that he hasn't already spoiled, uh, but I, I appreciate the class. I'm glad somebody really, you know, decided to show up against me in the, uh, the dress oh, department. I got a new shirt. Thank you. I yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, let's, let's take care of business here. I'm ready to yeah. win this tournament. Exciting match. It's about to kick off the inner geekdom. And how do we do that around here? Let's get ready to show down. But first, the rules of round number one. In round number one, each competitor is going to face 10 questions. These are questions asked to the field, and there is no penalty for missing them, nor is there any stealing available in round number one. Like I said, they're worth a point. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. That's your repeat. You also each have one challenge you may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers, whoever that may be, on any given day. We'll deliver it to our heart's content, and then it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. There we go. PJ Campbell will be kicking off the festivities here with his question that he might have written for round number one there's a pretty good chance of that mark but are you ready uh, i'm pumped baby let's do it let's do it round number one question number one comes in the realm of fantasy science fiction name this 1990s film from its synopsis a brilliant scientist left for dead returns to exact revenge on the people who burned him alive Whew. that sounds like a really bad day at the office mark yeah, yeah, that's uh, that sounds like something that Kaiser is going to claim happened to him and why he didn't show up for the match today. I believe that. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Let's go to the spider first. Darkman. Darkman. He is everywhere and nowhere. Does Swift have it? Uh, it's between that and Dayman, but here we go. <laughs> we got Darkman, not Duckman. That is correct. We're tied at one, kicking things off. Here we move. To the world of Marvel movies. And the question, which MCU film features the characters Algrim, Tyr, and Ian Boothby? That's Tyr, T-Y-R. No proper vowels, like Leonard Skinnerd. You know, I really like that Leonard Skinnerd mark. Seen him seven times. Five, four, I seen him once. three, two, 
One. It's like half of an original member, but it's still great. Pens down, Jesse Swift. Thor The Dark World. That is the correct MCU and Thor movie, Robert Parker. Thor The Dark Man World. He had it as well for a point. We're tied at two. <laughs> a joke. And question number three comes in the realm of Star Trek movies. In Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, Kirk and McCoy are charged with killing Gorkin, a Klingon who holds what political position? You, uh, you, you more of a Kirk or more of a Spock guy? Definitely more of a Kirk guy. Okay. I mean, my Corgi was named after him once upon a time, so. Four, three, just checking. Two, one. Pens down, he's got the tattoo to prove it, kids. Let's go to the spider. Chancellor Chancellor is correct, Jesse. Chancellor sounds better than ambassador. It does sound a little bit better and more correct. And so Parker takes the first lead of the ball game, three to two, as the Jackal looks to rebound with the next question to the field in the category of, oh, I saw a mug based on this character not too long ago, Batman. And the question, in which film does Batman say, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me? Now, Mark, what is it beneath you that defines you? <laughs> it's a lot of tired energy. A <laughs> lot of... Like, that's a good answer. Yeah, just five, four, three. Run on empty, PJ. Two, one. Pens down. Mr. Swift. Sorry. Uh, Batman Beggins. Batman Beggins is close enough to accept. How about Roger Parker? Batman Beggins. Batman Beggins, possibly my favorite comic book movie of all time. It is four to three with Parker still perfect. And we move on to question number five in the world of Planet of the Apes. What is the given name to the ape who is Caesar's mother in Rise of the Planet of the Apes? What an intense question. What a great trilogy, too. Oh, so good. Yeah, One it's of the up best. there with the yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's stuck the landing. Four, three, two, one. A hard feat to do. Just ask Christopher Nolan. Let's go to Parker first. Bright eyes. Turn around, bright eyes. Jesse Swift. Well, here's the thing. I was feeling this way when I spun Planet of the Apes the other day. <laughs> hey, there's some apes knowledge for you. All you haters out there, there's some apes knowledge. So now it is still a one-point ball game, five to four. Halfway through round one, we go to the world of X-Men. And it is. For a point, which X-Men film involves a shape-shifting race of aliens called the Debari? Hey, Mark, have you met any shape-shifting aliens in your life? Um, how do I put this? I don't think I've dated any in 10 years. Four, three, two, but my 20s were different. One, pens down. Let's go to Jesse Swift. X-Men Dark Phoenix, and they should have called the alien race a debauchery. Uh, I like both of those answers. Robert Parker. Dark Phoenix. He's still perfect and outpacing Swift just by one. A sterling round by both competitors thus far, PJ. It's really going very well as we move into question number seven, which is in the world of mixed bag. Let's uh, put our hands down and see what it is. Daryl Sabara appears as Edgar Rice Burroughs, and Brian Cranston appears as a Union Colonel Powell in this 2010 sci-fi adventure film. So, as a, the head writer of the Schmodown, what category do you enjoy writing for most at Inner Geekdom, and is it mixed bag? 
It can be mixed bag because it can be just about anything. Uh, you know me so well. Three, two, one. Pens down. Let's go to you first, Mr. Swift. John Carter. John Carter is correct. How about Parker? John Carter. He nailed it as well. It is seven to six. Still in favor of the spider as we go to the world of graphic novels next. Graphic novels or the adaptations film version more accurately. Here's a question. Who plays the character Maggie Greer, the wife of Bruce Willis's Tom Greer in Surrogates? And I can count on one hand how many Oscars this film won. Uh, that would be a big fat zero, my friend. Could be zero, could be five. Nice. Four. <laughs> Three. Two. One. Pens down. Right to find the order, we're going to stay with Jesse Swift. Jesse, did he have it? Um, I said Robin Wright, which coincidentally is the wrong answer. Coincidentally, that is correct. Unfortunately, it is the wrong answer, like you said. Does Parker have it for a two-point lead? She was robbed for an Oscar in Gone Girl, Rosamund Piper. I thought you were going to say for an Oscar in this. <laughs> not for serious. No, definitely not. <laughs> All right, PJ, here's where we stand. It's a two-point ball game. Both competitors playing well, but it is the spider who is Perfect. He's got two questions remaining to seal that perfect round one. What is their penultimate category in round one? Uh, we're going under the world of Spider-Man. This actor had separate roles as a ring announcer, a snooty usher, and a French, French maitre d' in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. All right. Uh, present movie aside, the most famous maitre d' character of all time in your opinion. It's a good question. I, I really, I know you said barring this one, but this one really stands out for me. Two, one. I need to go. Ben's uh, down. I need to go. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Pee Wee Herman in the Blues Brothers. Let's go to the Spider. Robert Parker. Bruce Campbell is correct. He's one away from perfect. How about Swift? Bruce Campbell. That's a Mysterio head because that almost happened. And Bruce Campbell's a friend of the show who we considered having. The pleasure of announcing this match with me, but we decided PJ, the better choice. You're welcome, PJ. It is a perfect round so far for the Spider. It is nine to seven. One question remains for you, gentlemen, and here it is in the category of dystopian future slash time travel. The question for a point. In the film Back to the Future Part 2, which character has a face-to-face -face encounter with their future self in the year 2015, causing them to faint? Now, Mark, which of these movies is your favorite? Uh, I think we both know the answer to this question. <laughs> I, was, I just have to ask. You got to be sure uh, sometimes. It is the first one. I appreciate the second two. And the, I'll repeat the, the question. All right. That is a JTE rule. And it is in the category of dystopian future slash time travel. In the film Back to the Future Part 2, which character has a face-to-face -face encounter with their future self in the year 2015, causing them... To faint. Uh, PJ, do you have a different answer than no. Back to the Future 1 for your favorite? No, no, no. I mean, I like all three of them. We were talking about great trilogies earlier, but that original yeah. is the greatest of all time. Five, four, three, two, one. In the franchise that might feature the most fun movie ever, Jesse Swift, did you have it? Jennifer? Jennifer is correct. Does Robert Parker have it? Jennifer. Uh, coincidentally, her last name shared by Robert Parker. Mr. Perfect round here today. It's 10 to 8, PJ. Jesse Swift, 
rebounding nicely from his previous win in a defensive struggle. Now he's scoring a lot of points, but it is the Spider who has yet another perfect round number one. Thus, he has earned himself a bonus question. Robert, this question is asked just to you. You don't have to write down the answer. Simply speak your attempt within 15 seconds once PJ finishes asking the question. All right, Robert. In the realm of bonus questions... Which animated film begins with the main character singing Can't Help Falling in Love with You? Strange Magic. Good trickier. And he's correct. Strange Magic. And that is correct for a point. And so that point has proven to be crucial in past matches. We'll see if that plays out here today as well in this opening match of the Intergeekdom Tournament. It's 11-8, to 8, the spider over the jackal as we cruise into round number two. This is the wheel round, gentlemen. Each of you can spin at that star wheel once you settle on a category. Five questions in that particular round will emerge. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing, it's available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you may want to ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which... PJ reassures me is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. So, Spider, we're going to get your answer before we meet the managers. Would you like to spin the wheel first or defer to your opponent? Uh, just score. Uh, it's three points, right? Correct. It is yes. a three-point ball game at the okay. moment, 11 okay. to eight. I would like to defer then. He's going to defer to his equally well-dressed opponent. So we drop out the Spider and we bring back the manager of the Quirky Mercs. Koi Jandrew. All right, Koi Jandrew, 60 seconds, starting now. Okay, Jesse, I wanted us to go first because I love how you're playing. I want you to stay in this zone. The points don't matter yet. I know they feel like they do, but until we get to the end, the points don't matter. You just got more points in that round than you've gotten an entire, like, two-round match. Like, you're doing great. I want you to feel that. I want you to know that. And we love this wheel. This is where we're going to shine. We are in the tournament for a reason. You are in the tournament because you're Jesse Swift. We're playing Robert Parker, and that's how that fervent round happened, because he's incredible. But you're Jesse Swift. You're about to show people how incredible you are. Where's your head at? Uh, my head's doing pretty good. Uh, I kicked myself for the Roseman Pike, because uh, for once I did one of those things where I, I doubt myself instead of going with the instinct. So boo on me for that, but that's okay. You know, coming out with eight points, that's a solid, that's a solid round one. It was a great That's, use of JTE. It was a great, I saw you realize it in the moment, which means five, trust yeah. your gut. Use Four, the JTEs if you need them. You three, got this man round two's ours. Two, Proud of you. One. All right. Can't wait. Bring up that wheel, and there it is in all its glory. Jesse, when you're ready, think real hard. Oh, we already spun it. That's because I was thinking ahead of time. He was thinking, see, That's, you're so ready, man. He was more prepared than I, usually the case. And that has landed on dystopian future and time travel. Uh, 60 seconds for the quirky mercs to decide if they like the jackal keeping that wedge or using his free spin. Hmm. Well, so, we did talk about that there's no weaknesses on here, really. So that's... We did. So we've got pretty much 50 seconds to just kind of suss this out. We love this wheel. We did talk about top third, middle third, bob third, as we often do. Um, just for me, not for you, I kind of want to spin it again because the Mercs got dystopian with Greg, and I feel like if we just keep going that way, there'll be an assumption. So just for me and my This category spans say, like 60 years. Let's narrow it down a little bit. I say okay. spin again. If you're feeling that, I'm feeling that. Mm -hmm. All right. They're going to give it one more spin. 
There it goes, round and round. Opponents and spinner stories lurking on the wheel. As is dystopian future and time travel. It's not going to be that, PJ. It is landing squarely in the world of Marvel films, and that will be the category that sees five questions asked first to Jesse Swift. All right, so we give way to Robert Parker taking over for Koi slash Deadpool. Uh, Robert, the category is Marvel that Jesse's going to be fielding questions from. Jesse, again, you have five questions in this round. They're going to be administered by my partner in crime, Mr. PJ Campbell. And when he is ready and you are ready, two questions unless you need the aid of multiple choice. All right. Jesse, are you ready? Uh, as ready as I can be. All right. Your first question in the world of Marvel who provides the speaking voice of the Hulk after he transforms in 2008's The Incredible Hulk? Lou uh, Ferrigno? That's correct for two points. Okay. I, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Question number two in the realm of Marvel. Who plays Franklin Foggy Nelson in Daredevil? John Favreau. Correct for another two points. And Jesse Swift now has the lead, solo possession of first place over Parker. It is 12 to 11, and now he goes to his third question in the world of Marvel movies. Which MCU film has the line, he may have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy? That is spoken by Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And that is correct for another two points. All right. He is now two questions left in what is a pretty thrilling round thus far for all the Jackal fans out there. What's he looking at now, PJ? Question number four in the realm of Marvel. Wayne Knight, Dominic West, and Julie Benz appear in what 2000s Marvel film? Punisher Warzone. That's a deep cut for two more points. Two more points, and he is now two points away from a perfect round two. Impressive work. It is. And the final question in round number two for Jesse in the realm of Marvel. In X2, X-Men United, the jet plane has trouble lifting off because the what are offline. I think I know, but I will knock down for multiple choice, please. All right. Is it A, vertical thrusters, B, engine boosters, C, alignment gears, or D, jet propulsions? I can get one free repeat of the answers, right? Yes, you do. Of the options, yes, you do. Please. All right. Is it A, vertical thrusters, B, engine boosters, C, alignment gears, or D, jet propulsions? C, alignment gears? Unfortunately, that is incorrect. So, Robert Parker, for the steal, you're going to get your question and the choices one more time. In X2, X-Men United, the jet plane has trouble lifting off because the what are offline. Is it A, vertical thrusters, B, engine boosters, C, alignment gears, or D, jet propulsions? I'm going to say A, the vertical thrusters. And A is correct for a one-point steal. 
A one-point steal, and that's a big one-point steal, spoiling a perfect round by Jesse the Jackal Swift. He may not know as much about Jets as P.J. Campbell does, but man, did he display a lot of marbled knowledge. He just lost out on that one steal. Could loom large, depending on what Parker spins. So we're going to drop the Jackal out and bring in whoever's managing the spider today. Oh, oh look at that. Boy. Aloha from Hawaii. Hello, sure. Hi. Sure you are. You know, if I'm a little groggy today, it's because I was abruptly woken up this morning by this ear-splitting, squealing voice outside of my hotel balcony. So I called down to the front lobby. I said, hey, this is Kaiser in the Ricardo Montalban suite. Do you have a guest staying at the hotel named Sam Levine? Now, they said, no. I said, well, what is that horrific sound coming from below my balcony? And he said, well, sir, we're sorry. We're testing the hurricane sirens. Now... Let me ask you something. Sam Levine must get a hell of a royalty check for that gig. Wouldn't you agree? If that was his gig, sure. Parker, it's good to see you, baby. You are in the zone. One big steal. I don't know who's managing Snaggletooth. I just took a wild guess. But here's the thing. Take a breath. Be zen. One question at a time. Let the words come to you, baby. Three JTEs. This is your wheel. This is your day. Let's let it rip. It's uh, not Sam Levine. Kaiser, it's Koi Chan. Really? Yeah, we just, he was actually just on the air. So uh, let's go ahead and spin that wheel, Robert, whenever you're ready. Yeah, let's get Kaiser off of here. It's good to talk. <laughs> you think he's actually in Hawaii? Because I don't. No, I'm pretty sure he's actually in the safari in Burbank. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I just right. got that artwork at, Bet- at Beth and Beyond tacked to my wall. I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. Is uh, the wizarding world, Robert, would you like to keep it or spin again? Uh, we'd be fools not to keep this, Kaiser. Let's stick with it. And we ain't fools. Right. Let's play Dungeon Ball, baby. Let's make it happen. The Wizarding World it is. Robert Parker in his home office and Kaiser from a Rainforest Cafe back room. We now go to five questions for the spider. Two points apiece unless you need the aid of multiple choice. Are you ready to go, sir? Yes, sir, I am. All right. Keep your hands up, both you gentlemen, in case of a steal opportunity. Here's the first question. With whom... Did Ginny Weasley attend the Yule Ball during Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? Neville Longbottom. Interesting dynamic afoot there. That is two points because it is correct. And it is now all of a sudden just a two-point ball game based on that steal Robert had off of Jesse. Your next question, second one in the category of Wizarding World, Robert. What is the name of the cranky house elf that serves the House of Black? Creature. I might be cranky if I was a house elf too. That is two more points. And now it is all tied up to take the lead outright once again. The spider's third question in the wizarding world. In Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which student is the first to be sorted into a house? Hermione Granger. He's correct for two more points. He's got a two-point lead, PJ. And now we go to the penultimate question in the wizarding world, and it is, what is the first name of the Hogwarts student played by actor Josh Herdman?
Five. I'll repeat the question, please. Okay. Four. All right, that's your first usage of a JTE rule. Which Hogwarts student was played by actor Josh Herdman? Just need the first name. You need the first, and that's what you're okay. Need the first name. His first name is Gregory. Gregory is correct. He used a JTE rule, but did not defer to multiple choice, and so that is two more points. It's a four-point lead for the Spider. And PJ, this could be a crucial question here, because a six-point lead, a lot different than a four-point lead, going into round number three. Here we go. Your question. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, what spell does Harry use to save Cedric's life when being attacked by vines? Reducto. That's some sort of wine joke that I should be aware. That is correct for two points, and now it is a six-point lead for Robert the Spider Parker as he heads into round three versus the Jackal. Another perfect showing by Parker. I mean, he's so good at what he does, and you just see him maneuvering using the repeats at the right times, and now here we are going into round three. He's put the Jackal in quite the, quite the spot, if you will. But the Jackal does have all three usages of his JTE rules, and he might need them because round three is the round that will determine the match. Three questions face each competitor. Two, three, and five are the point values for the questions in descending order. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round three. Keep in mind JTE rules and challenges as normal. How do we get those questions? Well, we get some help from the competitors. Each of you are going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers may range from 1 to 16. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent, as each number corresponds to a unique corner of inner geekdom mystery. It is a spider who has a JTE rule, and I am told Jesse Swift did use a JTE rule earlier in round number one. You caught me, fellas. You caught me. All right, Parker, <laughs> you get to go first with your three numbers from 1 to 16. What feels fortunate? Eight, sixteen, four. Eight, sixteen, and four. And the jackal. Well, you took one of mine, so I'm going to go nine, fourteen, and what was the top number? Sorry. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. Then um, twelve. And twelve. All right. There we go. Confirming that's 9, 14, and 12 for the Jackal. 8, 16, and 4 for the Spider. And so right now we're going to drop out the Jackal and bring in the Spider's manager from Hawaii, Kaiser. Oh, and he's muted. Thank, thank goodness. Hold on. Hold on. This is important. I got a phone call last week from Bobby Gucci. You know, he says to me, he says, you know, I'm not really managing anymore. I got some free time. I want to come visit you in Hawaii. I said, sure. Three days later, there's a knock at my door. Sure enough, it's Bobby Gucci. I said, where's your luggage? He goes, I don't travel with luggage. I said, what do you mean you don't travel with luggage? He said, luggage is for losers. I'm going to be wearing this outfit for the next six days. I'm going to be sleeping on the porch the next six days. So, anyways, Gucci's here. Um, I believe every word of that story. I actually agree with you. It's absolutely true. Parker, this is a big day. I need you to reel it in. I need you to slow it down. I need you to get zen. I need you to hear every question. You got two repeats left. Use the clock. Use your time. 
It's zero zero. It always is. You're never up. You're, you're only, it's it, the next the next opponent is the next question. Now let's stomp this kid out. Let's show Gucci or Sam or whoever his manager is that it's dungeon time, baby. Cool. Let's make it happen. All business, my pal. And again, it's not uh, Sam or Gucci. It's it's Koi Jandrew. We're about to see him. I don't believe right you. Now. I don't believe you. I don't believe a word you're saying. That's, I don't care. Just feel better when it's muted. I don't have to hear it Kaiser anymore. It really doesn't affect my life either way how Kaiser feels about now my word. Somebody now. we don't all hate. Hey, Koi. 60 seconds for Koi and Jesse. All right, we talked about it's not over till it's over. This is a really good spot for us. You've played better each time you've played. I've been so impressed every time there's a reason you're in this tournament. Robert Parker has literally played more than two times the amount of games you have, and you're playing along with him. You're doing great. It's not over till it's over. You've got two JTEs, you're in this tournament. I want you to get out of your head. I want you to take your time. I want you to play it back in your head. I want you to read it through. I want you to use those JTEs. Remember how many five-pointers you knew in your last game? Both of them. Remember how much you knew getting up to that point? You could get all three of these right now because that's what would have happened in the last game on both sides of that fence. Handle this. This is your game. Where are you at, man? I think he's had more perfect games than I've had total games, but that's eh, here or there. And uh, that's I'm why excited. you're in this tournament to dethrone that perfect game, and yeah, that's why I'm, you've earned it. I, I'm excited. I'm just I'm ready for the questions. Trivia is fun. Okay, good. I want you in a happy place because we're all happy to be here. I'm wicked proud of you. Unless you're writing the questions. Let's go. This spider has returned and without his manager, thank the good Lord. So it is Swift versus Parker, PJ. Mr. Campbell will be administering the questions to the Jackal. I'll be handling duties for the spider. But right now we start with Jesse Swift. PJ, he selected number nine for his first lucky number. That's a two-point question. Could cut the lead to four what category is he looking at uh he is back in the world of indiana jones something that might be very familiar with him from his last match ah. and the question for two points allison duty has a role in which indiana jones film indiana jones and the last crusade and that is correct for two points all right, that is a big, big answer because now he can look at a five-pointer to possibly get the lead should he stumble on the three-pointer. That's where we are right now is his three-point opportunity. He selected number 14 for his three-pointer. And, PJ, tell me what that corresponds to. We are now in the Spacebound series of Alien and Predator. And All right, here's the question. Three points. In how many films of the Alien franchise does Michael Fassbender appear? Two. Two and points. that is correct for three points. That is a huge, huge answer. He thought about it. He made sure he was confident in his response. And he gets the points, and that cuts the lead of the spider to a mere point, PJ. And it has come down to this for Jesse Swift. He's playing fantastic thus far in the match, but he's going up against a guy who scored two perfect rounds thus far. If Jesse Swift is able to hit this five-pointer, he's going to avoid the TKO for sure and force the spider to answer questions to get the win. We have high drama here in the movie trivia mode on Intergeekdom Tournament, and it's just match one. Swift selected number 12 for his five-point question, and that would correspond to which realm? We are back in the world of the wizarding world of that 
boy with this lightning scar. And for five points, and to take the lead, in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry first encounters Gilderoy Lockhart during a book signing at what location in Diagon Alley? We were looking for the specific location. Five. Okay, that's his second. He has one remaining. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry first encounters Gilderoy Lockhart during a book signing at what location in Diagon Alley? JT, please. Three. His final one. He needs to get the answer in 15 seconds to avoid the TKO. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry first encounters Gilderoy Lockhart during a book signing at what location in Diagon Alley? Ollivanders. And your winner, Robert the Spider Parker. TKO. The answer was Flourish and Blots, PJ. Flourish, Flourish and Blots. And you talk about a tough five-pointer. That's what you're looking at. That's what Swift was faced with. What an effort by Swift, but it is the Parker Spider variety who moves on in the inner geekdom tournament we will allow celebrate in the green room for a sec while pj and i clean up and that is just a taste of the drama i am sure we're going to be witnessing throughout this inner geekdom tournament so many points on the table and so many great competitors like the spider and like the jackal i'm impressed with how well the jackal played today but it was the spider once again perfect and scoring a tko as a result yeah, look, Jesse came, he played, and he really fought back. I mean, it was a much better performance than what we saw from the last time, but it's really hard to beat perfect, and Robert came, he saw, he conquered. And today, Goliath smushed David. It was pretty impressive to watch this match play out because there were some twists and turns. You had Swift trying to keep pace with Parker in round one, but then Parker allows Swift to spin first. And I don't know if he would like to rethink that decision, but it is imposing looking up at a lead that big, but Parker got that crucial steal on the last question of round number two that might have sealed the TKO fate of the Jackal. And so for more on this match, we're going to go for an exclusive interview with the winning faction, the Dungeon, Kaiser and Robert Parker, with the great Jen Sturger. Jen, I imagine the fellows are already looking ahead for more point possibilities in this tournament. Gucci, wake up. It's 2.20, you freaking bum. Sorry, I got a, I got a house guest. House guest and no lighting, I can see. Oh, thank you so much. for. <laughs> I, I always wanted to be part of a found uh, footage film. Thank you for making my dreams come true. Let me Kaiser. get this camera set. I'm living in a hotel room, Jen. Things aren't... Uh... Not the, I'm going so well for you. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, well, congratulations, it's not, it's not the Parker. Yeah, congratulations, Parker. A phenomenal match. You uh, continue to impress me every single time I watch you play. Um, how how did you prepare for this match and honestly for this tournament, being a part of it? Because I know that you you did have your stumbles um, during the season. So 
How do you? How did you prepare for this match? Yeah, I mean that it was a big loss to Changer. Uh, it, it, that did not feel good. I know that that match was one that I was capable of winning, and I just couldn't pull it out in the moment. And that sucked for like three days. And then Mara and I had to have our conversation with Kaiser and the whole faction. And we decided that I was going to be the one playing in this tournament. And on that day that that decision was made, I got back on the studying train. I got hit the books again, hit the movies again. And I, it's full steam ahead until the end of Spectacular when the belts are on my waist. And I am not stopping until that moment. How cool is it to have your, your entire faction back you like that? It's it's the level of camaraderie that I felt this season with the faction system is unmatched. It's it's the best feeling in the world, both in the trivia and outside. Uh, having friends you know you can count on to help you study, just to to talk to. I mean, Mara has become one of my best friends, and yeah, it, it, the the camaraderie is just unmatched in the dungeon. No other faction has what we have. I don't think. Absolutely, Kaiser. How do you maintain such good chemistry uh, despite one your absence, uh, running around hotel rooms all the time, and um. Quite frankly, like the distance that we've been encountering with uh, the digital era. Jen, I have a question for you. Despite That's not Adam how Witt this being, works, but sure. Despite Adam Witt being a phenomenal manager, how much do you miss interviewing me winning after matches? More than I could ever put into words, Kaiser. I thought so. I knew I knew we I knew this was a pivotal year in my career in the showdown where you finally accepted me for my genius. Uh, I'm happy and to I be here. And I knew that you wouldn't understand sarcasm, so we both guessed right. Oh, <laughs> I guess I need to. I guess I need to look that word up. But listen, I'm happy to be rocking and rolling with Parker. I really wanted to make it a point to be here for his match and this epic run he's about to go on. We've been training for over a year, and uh, you know you can't take Coy lightly. And Jesse's getting better every day. That kid, we haven't seen the last of him. I mean, I know that he he wanted to come out here and prove that you know he was a, a big mouth uh and he's done that but he yeah. also wants to prove he's a great player and i think that's those days are, are coming for him um you don't Absolutely. take anybody lightly in this league whether they're a champion whether they're a rookie uh i'm just fired up this is a great it's it's tournament season i mean we got a lot more matches to play but i think parker's in fighting shape and i think on his best day he could beat anybody in the league yeah, and just Swift is a great player. I, I thought he he really impressed me today. He just has to finish the suit. You know, he's like 20, 30% of the way to the full suit. Once he gets there, then he'll achieve those heights. I I, I know it. I, I can yeah, see. Yeah, but Jen, he did look like a substitute teacher with a drinking problem, if I might may say so. So just a substitute teacher. Uh, anyways, <laughs> well, look, you're he route. had the vest. I mean, it was weird, weird ensemble. Yeah, so your route, uh, obviously, to through this tournament is not going to be an easy one. Um, right now, it looks like you're going to be facing the winner of uh, Oyama or uh, Oyama and Irwin. Uh, mm -hmm. So either way you look at it, that's a tough, a tough next match, especially sure. this early on. Um, how confident are you feeling, and how do you prepare for opponents of that kind of caliber? It's really tough to prepare, to prepare for opponents that you don't have a lot of game tape on, specifically in the Intergeekdom division. I mean, these guys, we've seen what they, both singles champions, you know, both champions in other divisions. Uh, but when when they come into my backyard, when they come into Intergeekdom, anything goes. I mean, these guys definitely have their strengths. Uh, Paul's a good friend of mine, and Ethan is insanely knowledgeable about every facet of movies ever. Uh, so both of them are definitely... Uh, opponents I'm not looking forward to facing, no matter what. Both of them are going to bring it. I know that. Uh, but I also know that I have a lot of expertise in these categories, and they may just be picking them up for the first time, saying, oh, I'll give Energy to a try. You don't get to do that and then come here and beat somebody who lives and breathes this stuff. 
kind of like picking up a football for the first time being like, I could play in the Super Bowl. It's like Michael Jordan going to play baseball for a little bit, you know? Oh, that worked out well. Worked out really well. Uh, anyways. Know, despite my age, despite my age I, I could play in the Super Bowl. I still, you know, I played college football. I think I'm in, give me two weeks of double sessions and I think I could do it. But you know what? That's not the focus anymore. Focus is getting this dungeon ready, Jen. Um, I plan on seeing Kevin in the winner circle all the way until Parker wins that belt. And we're going to work our butts off to get there. And, uh, you know, hey, th this th this tournament season is going to be tight. Uh, you don't crown anybody from here on in, but we're doing our work and uh, lucky to have Adam Witt to help pick up the slack while I'm here at uh, in, in Hawaii, you know, making fine television for CBS, um, Love Island. I think it's on at eight o'clock. I don't know. Check your local listings. But Jen, this was a great day. And I'm uh, hats off to, to uh, Jesse the Snaggletooth for getting yeah. in the ring and fighting hard. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, per our contract agreement. Oh, now we're talking. That's the only motivation I need. Look at look at that little. Listen, I told you if you need me to, you can ship them to Hawaii. I can still dog sit here. You know what I mean? No. Anyways, this is over. Uh, congratulations again, Parker. Uh, best of luck to you and the rest of the tournament. I mean, it's always good to close out an interview with Kevin, regardless of how it went up to that point. I feel like Michael Jordan's foray into baseball was successful, especially for a guy named Hakeem Olajuwon. But that's all beside the point because we're talking about Parker. Moving on, the Spider advances, and Jesse the Jackal Swift retired after a match in the tournament. But what a match it was, and I think it does do a lot for his confidence going forward in the world of inner geekdom, that he can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the best we've ever seen in the inner geekdom and adjudicate himself very well. I mean, you're not wrong. This was a TKO that didn't quite feel like a TKO. Once again, I mean, he had to go up against someone who played completely perfect just to get here. Like, this was a big match for jesse he came he showed up and he proved why he was here like he proved that he could compete with this if this was any other schmo day he probably would have had this win well somebody who always plays perfect is jen sturger and we throw it back to her for an interview with the quirky mercs koi jandrew and the jackal hello gentlemen obviously not the result we were hoping for today uh but all things considered a much better showing than we had last time 21 points that's the most he's ever gotten and he would have beaten 90 percent of players this is the tournament so we knew it was parker it would have gone different with anyone else i'm i got a root canal today and this match could have been more painful but i was wondering why you seem so subdued i'm in so much pain but i'm not in pain because of this match and i could have been if i put someone else up against parker this could have been as painful as the root canal easily Jesse just got 21 points. Jesse so far has had to play a dude that is absolutely insane that was drafted before free agency, Amaru Moses. He had a very tough match with Whitnaven because they sat him for six months. And then he just had to play someone who went perfect and that pushed him to his five. This kid is going to be a force in Nergeekdom wherever you put him in. He gets better every time. He will be able to beat Mara and Parker and Irwin, whoever he goes up against because this is how much better he gets. I just hope he feels the authentic love from me that this was everything I could have hoped for. Like there is literally nothing I have negative to say. I know how much he loves the Schmodown and I want the fans to know that this guy is one of you that rose the occasion and is now an inner geekdom champion. Just because it doesn't say it next to his name yet, doesn't mean that's not what's to come. I'm so proud of him. Thank you, Koi. I think the David and Goliath was kind of an astute comparison. But they gave, or like, I, I walked up here with a slingshot, and next time I get up to face Goliath, I really need more of a rocket launcher. But it's a, it's a learning curve. 
and this is my first year and the fact that i've got four appearances in my first season a lot of people don't get to say that so like yeah. i can't go home too disappointed and i told myself when i woke up today um minimize your regrets feel good at the end of the match feel like you had some deep cuts some pulls perform better uh everything i woke up with that i wanted out of today i pretty much got the, the win would have been a nice cherry on top but other than that it's good so proud i had fun i had fun and we won't talk about how incredibly brave you are to sit in front of a green screen with the Photoshop capabilities of this fandom. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. Tim just uh, issued a challenge to the entire internet, and I heard it, and now I'm afraid of it, but they're very friendly. I'm it's going to be amazing. Nice. I hope they put you somewhere where you can celebrate, you know, and lick your wounds and, like, you know, recharge, like, a nice beach or something. Like, that's what I want for you. Or, you know, like some exotic destination in some Star Wars land that I can't even pronounce. That would be kind of cool also. Uh, but yeah. Um, Just look. make sure to tag me in the pictures. It's at Jesse Swift on Twitter. I want to see him. Even Rocky <laughs> lost to Apollo Creed, and that's what this match was. Like, this was a slugfest. It's the tournament. So I just, I really, I know Jesse. So I want Jesse to feel uh, that he just did what he just did. That many points in this match is insane. And that many points would have taken out anybody else. And when either Amaru or Parker wins the tournament, I hope you're the guy that gets to know you made them bleed. Like, just because he went perfect doesn't mean he wasn't scared. You were the guy that forced them to be that good. So when one of them win, which seems like inevitable, I want you to feel that, man. Like, you did that. All right. I'm ready for it. All right. Well, I love this energy, and I can't wait to see all of the amazing photoshops that come out of this now. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I just want ice. <laughs> tough loss today, gentlemen. Uh, feel better, Koi, and I'll see you guys again soon. Well, PJ, you win as a team, you lose in a team, and it does appear that Swift got the loss, but it is Koi Chandru feeling that loss in his mouth right now. And if we have scorecards for all of our fans playing along at home, we should probably have some boxes to check for how many great lines Jen Sturger has in her post-match interviews because she's hit a couple of five-pointers here today. All of that said, this was a great way to kick off the Inner Geekdom Tournament. Fans have been excited about this since Season 8 War began, and now it is finally upon us. A lot of that credit goes to you, good sir, PJ Campbell, being the head writer and administering all of these great questions for us. Thank you, my friend. And look, it was a pleasure to sit down and call this with you and get to, just getting to kick off IG in such a cool and exciting way this year for this tournament. And, you know, what a tournament season it's already been in singles. Now we're going into this. We've still got teams on the way. It has been an exciting year, my friend. And to be able to sit down and call this match with you today was just an absolute pleasure. A uh, whole lot of matches coming up in tournament settings means a lot of point opportunities for factions, but also just a lot of good old-fashioned movie trivia brawling for everybody out there to enjoy across the world. Make sure you check out the SchmodownLive.com for upcoming live events, and that's where you get all the latest and greatest as far as stats, player info, everything you want in the world of the movie trivia Schmodown. And check out our Patreon. Select which tier is right for you. That $10 tier, you get pay-per-views all year long. PJ, it was a I mean, it, we ask you to write questions. We ask you to do so many things behind the scenes that never really give you the credit you deserve. And then we get you on the desk here. Let's make sure this is not the last time because it was fun for me. Why don't you take us out, my man? Well, my friend, once again, thank you so much from myself, from Mark Ellis, from everyone here at Skybound who works behind the scenes, all my writers, Abby, Jeremy, Jose, you guys don't get name dropped nearly enough for my liking. Thank you guys so much. And to your, our fans, you guys rock. We'll see you on the next one.
I heard a dog bark. I heard a dog bark. 